Happy birthday, Dad. This one's for you. Welcome to St. Louis City Press, an international friendly. Joining me to talk about St. Louis City's upcoming game against Austin after the League's Cup break is Drew. Wagwan. Our man from Hanoi, Chris Hoff. Glad to be back. Welcome back, Nathan Halley. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And I'm Phil. That's an uh, Austin Powers reference. Is that? Yeah, baby. Yeah. It's about the only Chris. content we're going to get. <laughs> Guys, I have a feeling that the players of St. Louis City would not get that reference because it's too dated. Yeah. Do you guys remember, by the way, when Ludacris <laughs> made a song in like 2004 or like way past the Austin Powers thing that was like, yes, the whole thing was an Austin Powers song. That was amazing. Yeah. I believe it was off of his album Chicken and Beer. That's the rest of that album is a banger. <laughs> Nice. Chris, you did not join us for the last pod, so I believe we have not heard your League's Cup thoughts. Uh, we are, by the way, up against a time limit here. We have 30 minutes before kickoff in the League's Cup final. Are we not podcasting yeah. through that? Nah. we, we got to get our priorities straight. Um, I don't know. Hey, let's see what. Let's see how much ground we cover. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Okay, well, you also didn't get to talk about our new signings. Uh, yeah, and... Super excited about our man, Nokvi Thorson, uh, Icelandic young man uh, coming over. I, is it from the Belgian Second League? Is that what we're... That's correct. Yep. Okay. Yep. I have very high hopes. Omissions, by the way. It is from Ludacris's album, The Red Light District. Ooh. My bad. That also includes <laughs> uh, Get Back, You Don't Know Me Like That from The Red Light District. Obviously, he's very familiar with both albums. He just made a simple mistake of naming the wrong one. I, I feel like, Chris, you are pretty personally excited about our new Icelandic player. I am. I've invested uh, emotionally very heavily in Nakvi Thorison, for better or for worse. I have named my Diablo 4 character after him. I've named... What level would you say that character is right it's now? It's 99. I didn't make 100. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I feel like I let everybody down telling everyone in the discord that i was going to be level 100 at the recording of this podcast i'm 99 and a half i think as long as you're 100 by game time then we're good yeah that's that that sounds right how how long does it take to get to that level because i'm thinking about purchasing this game there are like guides online that really abbreviate the leveling experience which is generally good because it can be a little redundant those last 20 levels or so um, I would say it would take you a couple weeks of Oof. steady gameplay. Oof, so not by tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, I've also named my English Premier League fantasy team after Nogfi Thorison. I believe I've misspelled his name on accident, though, in that. So, What's the team called? I think it's Nogfi Thorison FC or SC. Yeah. I believe it's SC. I've recently learned that we actually don't have the letters in our script to appropriately um like spell his name that his his first name in Icelandic script is like a line with a bubble coming out to the right of it in the middle. That's his last name. That's yeah. the first letter of his last name. Yes. And that's a equivalent of TH, I suppose, although I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Torison. 
and not Thor's. I watched the introductory video and I heard him as far as I could tell. Maybe it's my ears that are the problem, but... No, this is what our listeners come for. What did he say, Chris? He said Thorson. Okay. He said he was being called Thorson in the in the Belgian league and not and that was by his teammates there. I don't know. All right, Maybe I, I had it reversed. You. I defer no, to no, you no, no. and heartily apologize. He's what about our you're other our linguistic signing? expert, Drew. Well, first for Nakvi, soccer wise, where do you see him fitting into the team? What do you see him bringing to the pitch? A lot more verticality, uh, the uh, ability to be tricky on that left flank and cut in uh, and swing in one the into the does he far replace? corner. Um, I think he's going to eat into this, the Stroud Celio minutes on that side. Um, but I can see the pairing working very well with a very defensively minded Hebert behind him, I guess, and him adding the vertical threat. Yes, we'll see what I think Salio, I have come to believe, functions well as a super sub better than a starter. Yeah, and so you can play on the right and the left, good. too. And I a like, bye. Yeah. So an omission from last week, we spoke at length about the team's performance in the League's Cup, so I won't go into that. But it should be noted that in the Columbus game, Bunt Cake, who Nate correctly called would start, which was which I didn't believe at the time, but... You are correct. Had a great game. And he then did. in the Club America game, the not only did he have a great game, he was the only player who was above average was Celio Pompeu. He was. The only one that looked like he could keep up and match the caliber of play. Calibre, they might say. I don't think so. Is that a font you, you use when you, when you <laughs> it word is actually. Process? I believe that's the default font of most Microsoft products these days. If we're talking a sans Not serif. a sponsor. No, but if we could get some Microsoft money rolling in, um, you know, that could take us. That could really take us to the next level. We've been getting some good download numbers, by the way, guys. And we've been criticizing Tim Apple. You'd think that would move the needle in our direction. We haven't. You have. Got some French Polynesian listeners. Yeah, we're getting a lot from Vietnam. Chris, are you talking to a lot of people about oh, I'm the playing podcast? It up. Yeah. All right. Based on the numbers, if there at least was one, three separate government listening posts are are tuning in. (laughs) That would actually make perfect sense because based on the numbers, we had four times as many Vietnamese downloads as we did French Polynesian. And I believe we had one French Polynesian download. So, wow. So for each Vietnamese listener, we've gotten a a government censor listener as well. I hope they're a fan. Shout out. Great. Did we have another signing? I legitimately think we did, yeah, but I uh, can't remember. Being Mark Markovich or something like that. Oh, yeah. Mark Hannix. That's a really good nickname. Mike and Mark. the Markanics. Right. I right. think being being Anthony Markovich Markinic <laughs> is a good and name. I don't think he's going to have a role in the first team this year. Seems like he's on the margins and in that second team, but that's a development piece that um, we're going to see what happens in the next six to ten months, I guess. Lutz always says he's playing the three-year game. Which would explain he signed a new homegrown player. Um, I only remember seeing a picture and thinking he's got a lot of hair. He had a little mop, one of those little mops. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot relate to that. That's always exciting to see. I did. I was having a conversation with, um, maybe it was Discord, maybe it was myself. Maybe it was, no, it was friend of the pod, Justin. It seems like Perez has pretty solidly worked himself out of first-team consideration 
Do we think that's true? Is he largely a City 2 player at this point? I don't know. So there haven't been any for, games in Well, but he started three for weeks. City 2 yesterday, which makes me think he's not in consideration for tomorrow. I think it's clear that he's not a starter at this point. I think Carnell will still use him as a sub. sub out. If Blom needs to get subbed out, he's one of the options. I hear the Battlehawks are recruiting him for field goals. Mm-hmm. Is that inside source? Is on that the a rumor? While I'm starting it. Okay. So the other exciting. This... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to do a time check on. Uh, on Apple TV, there's a countdown to kickoff. I think it's at 38 minutes. I'm watching Joseph Martinez spray water on his face. It's presumably Ooh. 100 degrees. That Miami team has looked pretty good. Yeah, they're going to win it all. They're going to win the triple. They, I guess, have guaranteed themselves a spot in CONCACAF Champions League. Is that right? By being in the top two of the League's Cup? The yep. top three make it. So the third place game was actually relevant. Yes, yeah, Philadelphia. Also, we'll have a lot of MLS teams. And based purely on statistics without context, we are better than Miami. And so it's ridiculous that they are in this spot and not us because we beat them 3 nothing. Would you say there's anything different between when we played them and now? That's why I said it was without context. Got it. I read it online a lot. People being like, ha, ha, ha. They may be winning, but we still beat them. Yeah, no, it, it'll still be some work for them to make the playoffs. Time will tell. I thought Tottenham had a great game against Man United today. I don't know if anyone caught that. That's a different pod. I haven't watched that. No spoilers, please. Okay. Well, Um, man, it's a little bit of spoilers. Erling Holland has not been looking great, and I was actually wondering if maybe Lutz could sweep in and and get him on a little bit of a deal. You'll be happy to hear we did not sign Neymar. He went to the Saudis. Yeah, I was really glad to see that. I would have probably legitimately stopped following the team because I don't listen to R. Kelly music, for example. But good news about the team, guys. Klaus, Nilsson, back on the practice field. Are we excited about that? Do we think they're going to see minutes in the Austin game? I'm really confused why Nilsson is listed as questionable for the game when he's like played in multiple City 2 games. That, I think, is way more exciting than anything from the transfer window is having those players back and will make a huge difference. Well, and Nielsen hasn't played before, so he's a new, basically a new signing. I'm on record that Klaus will not play or even be in the lineup tomorrow. Maybe not tomorrow, but I mean, well, the, yeah. the rest of the season, there's 10, 10 games after tomorrow. Only five more home games, and I'm missing one because of my broken foot, and it's really bothering me. It's going to be really hot at the stadium, if that's any sort of consolation, and late on a Sunday night. I like a hot late game. Speaking of the game, how excited are we to see Austin again? They were our they were they were our Hyman Poppin experience into the. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna. They were, how do we how do they we were, feel about Austin? They were they popped our cherry nope. into okay. How do we feel about Austin? They were the first game we played. Don't cut any of this. First game we won. They provided a springboard to our current success. They really put us. They were our launch pad. What happened to that one guy? The guy who politely backpassed us to yeah. us? And, yeah. <laughs> From St. Louis, right? Yeah. Cade, yeah. Cade Keller. Cade Keller. They, so they've lost Diego Fagundes in the transfer. They sold him. I don't know where, but out of the league. Uh, they have two players out with knee ligament injuries, uh, so are long-term absentees. And then 
I saw they have Alex ring out with a groin, his his right groin, if anyone was interested. That is a defensive midfielder. I've played with him in FIFA. I believe he's rated 72. And Emiliano Rigoni with an, also with a knee ligament. Actually, so that's three knee ligament players out. And, I think I saw a the groin guy. post that was showing the FIFA rankings of St. Louis City. Like they, the players were loaded into some new version of FIFA. And you're now see that. Was it not good? They're not good. I've been playing with them. They are not in the... You can't play with them in various modes, but you can play with them in the exhibition... Or excuse me, the ultimate team mode, which don't ask me what that means. I'm playing it. I don't really understand what it is. But I have a bunch of the St. Louis City players... Uh, not rated well. I think Berkey and Leuven are both 75, which is pretty good, but they don't have photographs for some reason, even though Berkey's definitely been in previous editions of the, of the game when he was on Dortmund. And then everyone else is in the 60s. But I, I have been scoring with them, with Stroud and Alm. So uh, back to my question, Cade Keller? Kip Keller. Kip, Ke- Kip Keller? Yeah, yeah. Is he Is he still around? I think he's on the team still. Let me let me do a quick Wikipedia. I'd love to Not see him play again. Because, yeah, we don't... Wikipedia is begging for money every day. We don't need their money. We need Microsoft money. Or, honestly, if the Saudis want to throw some money our way. No, we wouldn't take that. We would. We're I no. can tell you from personal experience that I am willing to take money from Middle Eastern countries. We're no PGA Tour. Looks like he's okay. been starting off and on. Okay. And through the summer here. But how devastating would that be for him to make another back pass to us? I think a lot of questions would be have to be asked about match fixing at that point. But have they ever <laughs> chopped up a podcaster, the Saudis? Ooh. Let's Ooh. cut the last thirty this, seconds. This got, this got grim, man. What we're we talking about? Kip Keller. I mean, oh, it right. would be nice for him to get to start in his hometown, though. That back pass was less embarrassing than the Dallas defenders' header. Yeah. No, no, uh, no, because that Dallas defender knew what he's, as we got into, that was a beautiful work of art, and he just took the only opportunity he would have in his life. Fair. What are we expecting to see out of the Austin game? St. Louis City has had weeks of rest, or some might say weeks of not playing. Oh, they had an exhibition match against Atlanta that they tied 3-3. Goals from Ostrock and some other people. I Sam and... Right. The uh, Nico, I believe. Now, I, it's my understanding that the game was four 30-minute quarters, which might be a new MLS thing that they're experimenting with for next year. I think that's just a training game thing, so they get a little more rest between. More, more and guys more, can yeah. rotate through. It was behind closed doors, so we only know what Tom Timmerman saw. Tim Timmerman. Well, I have some stats to... Uh, Bring them. How we have up. missed the stats. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, keep in mind that these are stats that I wrote down fastidiously on another computer, and now I have tried to recall, and I've only made notes of my original research from memory. I do recall that Austin concede a ton of second chance goals uh, off of rebounds or off of clearances that don't quite get cleared. A quarter of the 32 goals that they have conceded this season have come from such situations. So there will be second chances in the box, which Are makes me good think at capitalizing on those. We're not very good at that. Um, we, we we've done, we're, we're about league average on cashing in on second chance goals. Uh, okay. So we need to crash the box. We need to get numbers in the box and create chaos. 
Uh, Austin also, and this is another amorphous stat that I can't really tell you what it means, but they have the shortest average distance uh, from goal for their goal scored. So they get nice and close when they do score. Um, hmm. Something to consider. I don't know how you play against that. But they are third in the league in percentage of live ball passes that are crosses. And so they like to cross. Um, we are first, by the way. And that is a custom Chris stat uh, that I created from random numbers. So you can look for a lot of crosses in this game on both ends of the pitch, I think. Looping back to stat number two, it feels like a good way to counter that is not letting them get close to the goal. Interesting. Interesting strategy. Maybe. Oh, okay. That was a dumb thing to say, which is why I did it on purpose. Play a high back line, offside press, trap, offside trap. That's something we haven't really experimented with. You get Parker, take that step forward, you know? Put his arms up in the air, wave around like you just don't care. But then if you beat that press, they can just saunter into the box and get real close. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a risk, a risk, risk situation. I think very Uh, little reward, a little reward. They also give up a league second in volume of shots allowed. They let other teams shoot a lot and they're second, surprisingly a little bit, maybe behind DC United who are having a solid season at the top. Close to so that means be the one where Indy gets his goal. Oh, oh you beat me to it, Bill. <laughs> Sorry, Drew. No, I agree with you. I think this is Gary's first goal since whatever. Oh, the KC game when he was when he scored his only two goals of the season. I'd just love to see a goal from open play. To be honest, when was the last one of those? Pre Miami. It was it was uh, Aladdin <laughs> Jackson's goal against Hot Ronto, I believe. I like That's that. Right. Layers upon layers of nicknames there. (laughs) It makes it completely impenetrable to anyone but us to know what we're talking about, which is, it seems like not a great All right, I'm going to say some last names then. I'm going to say Gary Vasilev. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I feel like we had come up with some more nicknames during the downtime, but I've forgotten what they were. Um, Probably can go back through the Discord. I'm happy with your Coconut Nilsson. Oh yes, Nilsson is coconut. Sure. Um, we've got Mark, Mark, and the mechanics or whatever did it all for the the Nakvi. Oh yeah, yeah. It, his first game that will be the title of the podcast that follows it. I mean, we could get a fan yeah. chant going. It seems like with that, that's good enough to warrant fan chant. Here's the problem: is even though I can't prove that Fred Durst has done anything bad, it feels like he is worse than a Saudi. That's a hot take. He has a questionable is, It's not shocking me as much as when you said that uh, you that Levin wouldn't be in your in your first St. Louis team or that you didn't want Messi to join the MLS. Okay, I stand behind both of those statements. <laughs> That's okay. And I, I should, I want to issue a correction. There are lots of lovely Saudi people. I meant he's worse than a member of the Saudi royal family, the House of Saud. What do we think uh, defamation laws are in the United States with respect to imputing the character of former pop punk? I think they're still singers. active as a band. I think they still tour, and I think he would take it as a sign of respect. Okay, sure. I think he's but probably think, man, dealt with worse in his career. I think if I mean, we, what was it? Hot if we dog got fingers sued? and starfish, 
and chocolate starfish. If like, we got sued worse. by, if we got sued, if the podcast got sued by Fred Durst, we would definitely move to the top seven of STL City fan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our path. Yeah, we've gotten a little off track here. So I got one more stat. I got one more stat for it, you. Bring it on. Bring it they on home, Chris. Don't really score or concede set piece goals. I think they have one Ooh. of each or like Ooh. maybe three that came after set pieces, including penalties. Um, whereas we score the most set piece goals in the league. So I'm yeah. interested to see how that contrast plays out. What percentage of our goals are scored from set pieces? It's a great question. I don't have the answer to. Well, 100% like of the Miami goals were scored from set pieces. It feels like it's 83%. The neck, the, the neck is hot. You know, Thorson had two set piece goals playing for City Two. You're thinking of Nilsson. Yes, I am. Sorry, Coconut. Yeah, let's keep it simple. That's Coconut you're talking about. Do we have a nickname for <laughs> Thorson? Is he just Thor? Thunder? I mean, he, he's Thunder. everyone's going to call him Thor. I kind of like the Lip Biscuit thing, but oh, yeah, you're Dugas right. We don't. We feet. shouldn't. Yeah. We. It's not. I don't want to confuse people into thinking I'm a fan of the music of Lip Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> all right anything else to i'm say? really excited to see them play again it's been a bad it's been like a bad month like things that have happened since that last game is like i broke my foot i've become very emotionally sad that seems like that stems back to the foot thing and it's i think it might be tied to the soccer also sheffield wednesday comment they are last in the championship no wins in three games and they look terrible um, they're rebuilding. They are rebuilding. How many games are there in the championship? I think like 45. Yeah, there's time to rebuild. They brought in this new coach who's really big on playing a a high press style of game. Geigen press. Yeah, it, well, it, it looks a lot like watching St. Louis City at their worst right now. It's really got me bummed out. So I think it's going to be good. I won't be at the game uh, because of my foot. First game I'm missing this season, I believe. So that will either bode well or poorly or have no impact at all. At some point we need to get into our stitions. We've we've dropped that. What do we think the what do we think the back line looks like now that Coconut is ostensibly here to stay? Nilsson and Parker in the middle. We think Bartlett's effed. I think I think Nilsson is or I think our, our boy is taking Josh Yarrow's place. Eventually, who had taken Bartlett's place? Maybe not in the next game, but in in the in the those to come. Nothing I love more than a very white person taking the job that a black man has been doing really well. You got uh, feels Trumpian Hebert on the left. I think he's there for the season. And what, what do you think, Chris? Yeah, I think he's locked it down. I can't imagine without like several howling mistakes that he loses that job. Because there's no one to give it to, really. Well, unless Carnell wants to play Thorson deep. It's true. It's a possibility. That, that so, I might move to a three-man back line, which doesn't really suit the system quite as well. I'm going to do that. We, we, did see, we did see Stroud play a little wing back. So I guess and that didn't yeah. go very well. Yeah. Uh, do we? Do you guys think... So, again, I'm more excited about, about Klaus and Coconut. But do you think that Nukvi is getting in quickly? No, I think he will ease his way in. I reckon we see. Could be wrong. I reckon they have to throw him on in the first game, don't they? They have to. We have to make a cameo at least. Maybe not that thirty-minute cameo, but a ten-minute, eight, ten-minute stint at the end. Speaking the of cameo, special. 
the Jensen I special. Spent a right. fair amount of time the other night going to sleep just watching over and over that song by Cameo. What's that song? Is that Candy? No. What's the Cameo song that's like a real jam? He's wearing a red cod piece. Is that Rock Steady? Steady rocking all you night know long? what I'm talking about? Word up. Word up. Oh, word up. Okay. So I hope I hope that he did it all for the Nook V gets a word up. You see how it becomes impenetrable for anyone to listen. <laughs> yeah. We need to like publish a you know a translation guide we need a wiki. Okay. all right a how wiki. about this are we going two strikers with nico and play it again at the top see this is another thing what happens to play it again play it again and comes back play it again and dinner what happens if klaus comes back is it nico and klaus is it klaus play it again i mean like, statistically is it a rotation? i was it's always at this. a rotation it's statistically a rotation. nico is the most potent of the attacking players but he's also the worst. He's the most like for how he makes me feel. Yeah, statistics think... versus the eye test is what we're yeah. talking about here. That's well, interesting. Some of that because penalties. He, some of that I feel like has been penalties he's taken that has jacked up his xG. Before there was a period of time, Chris, when you were the most negative about. Yeah. Him. Well, I don't think I think probably the future is in my in my very heavily invest, invested. Uh, mind is that Nokvi and and Klaus become the starting striker pair. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> but wait, Nokvi isn't a striker. He's like is an he? inside forward. He's like a winger striker. It's like a Celio kind of thing. A little more straight have, line runner. I guess I, I'm always wrong give... about lineups, but I I don't know. I guess I, I need to see him play, but I don't I didn't realize that the MLS was so low that the Belgian second division someone could just come and go get straight into the and we were recently, line. some website put us at like 39th best league in the world or something, maybe 29th. That seems low. But, I believe the I Belgian think, honestly, first division is a golf in quality. I, uh, they're top 10, I believe, in the world. Um, the second? No, the first. I think, honestly, St. Louis City is pulling down those rankings because it's all based on ELO, and we haven't had enough games to have a good ELO. Electric Light Orchestra? It's a good yes. band. Yeah. Have we do we call Nerwinski Jake the Snake? Is he Snake? We we haven't historically. Okay. Is I was that just your question? To, yeah. So we have six minutes before <clears throat> Messi goes and scores nine goals. I stand by my he will score fifty goals next season thing. Do we want to get some predictions in for tomorrow? We could call someone Mr. Blue Sky. That seems like a good nickname for someone on the team. Do you want to choose? Nope. Who's the who most we optimistic for? person on the team, which you say? Celio. Celio. Or who has it's, blue it's... eyes? We could call Mr. Blue Eye. Well, I hope the team doesn't bring me down. Yeah, that's good. That's good. My favorite uh, song is actually Telephone Line. Are we doing line, this whole thing which again? Had, <laughs> which had an interesting role in the movie, not Happy Gilmore, but the other one. What Billy was the one Madison. Where he went back to Billy Madison, Yes. Uh, Steve Buscemi listens to the song Telephone Line when he decides not to kill Adam Sandler's character. Spoiler alert. Yeah, in case you haven't. If you haven't seen that movie. Also, R.I.P. Norm MacDonald. Months ago. Lineup predictions. Let's do some lineup predictions. We have five minutes to get through lineup predictions and score predictions. My lineup is the back line. Let's see. Maple syrup. Hebert. (laughs) I didn't know that one. (laughs) Parker. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go crazy and say Yarrow gets the start. He's been starting. And Snake. 
Jake Nerwinski. All right. Has not been getting starts lately. Let's continue. Uh, then let's see. Stapa. Stapa. Midfield of Indy. I feel like that is like a a known nickname. That's like yeah, his I didn't make you know, press Indy. release nickname, uh, not ours. Yeah, Gary. Uh, Bible. Leuven. Oh, he's proud of it. I'm, there's no commentary. And Alm. Alm is just that's beautiful. Just, that's just his name. Just beautiful. And then how many people am I? I'm like four, five, six, seven, eight. And then uh, Sam and Nico. Play it again and flop it again. <laughs> sure. Okay, so Giga... Stroud. <laughs> so Giga, Scary Jerry. That's, that's Watts. And Aladdin Jackson down to the back. Ooh, I do want to see some Aladdin. I forgot about Aladdin. God, so many guys I want to see. A lot of good players on the team. We added some players, so now it's an even harder situation. Uh, and surely, like, Carnell is going to get us 10 more lineups in the last 10 games of the season. Yeah. He doesn't like to ever let anything. That's one of my biggest frustrations is that the lineups are never the same. There is no like zeroing in on the best 11. It's all let's, let's uh, mix it up today. Some of that's been driven by injuries. Yes. Fair enough, but not all. But I think he also likes fooling around. I, I think an interesting conversation to have at some point, but not now is, is Carnell a good game day coach? I think he might not be the best. We will talk about that another day. So far, he has the results. Score predictions? I like him. 2-0 St. Louis City. 3-1 St. Louis City. Taking him down. 3-2. 3-2 St. Louis City. All right, we're getting right back into it. So familiar scoreline, 5-1 St. Louis. Do we have a hat trick from anyone? I'm thinking that we're going to get Nico and Sam there. And then either Alm or Gary is going to come back with a banger from like yeah we far need out. those guys are unfortunately on the colder side right now and I I think one of them is going to score all right well they will be hot tomorrow the neck, because the neck, it's going to be a hundred degrees on the, the neck field. will ruin some of Chris's set set piece stats for Austin oh oh I, I forgot to mention this this is compelling we're on a run of games against teams for the rest of the season basically who collectively have conceded very few own goals. So my very specific <laughs> pred- prediction is that the own goals will flow in this uh, you know, next remainder of the season. Okay. Most beautiful goal I've seen probably in 2023 was an own goal. So we can hope for yes, more of that. I mean, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Great to talk to you guys. I oh, guess we'll do a post pod. A shout out to a fan of the pod. Oh, yes. Shout out to friend of the pod, Shannon. I was in, she lives in Minneapolis. I was there fairly recently and I haven't mentioned that I'm doing this pod to a lot of people, to basically anyone. And I figured maybe she would be able to uh, kind of at least sympathize with this activity. And she's instead blown me away by listening to the podcast from the beginning so that she could get into the inside jokes. She is at, well, she texted me this week on Monday, I think that she was at 13. So she might be further. And she made me, this is, I, you know, you can't really see it. You got a Taylor Swift friendship bracelet. But she made me a couple of STL city bracelets. <laughs> Love it. One of them says city press on it. Uh, Available so, on our website soon. <laughs> much love yeah. to you. Much love New to sponsor, Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, she says hi to you, Chris. She said it was also a joy listening to hearing your voice for the first time in 15 years. Oh, that's wonderful. Hi, Shannon. Well, 
Thanks for listening. Please recruit your friends. I've got to recommend if you're in the city of Minneapolis. Oh my god! I, I knew you were going to do this. You got to get yourself. It's a you go for the uh, Neapolitan. You want you want a margarita. You have to say the name of the restaurant. The Mill Museum is my with, recommendation. With pepperoni and garlic from Punch Pizza. Okay, it's a not thing a sponsor. Not uh, Bill, you were yeah. in Minneapolis, uh, I believe, in the month of July. How many times did you have Punch Pizza? I think five. Damn. Hot take. I will take Morris Day in the time over Prince. That is <laughs> wow. And we we're done. And we the game has started end. a minute ago. That's anyway. crazy. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later. See you later. Bye, boys.